Chapter Twenty Four of the Mary Frances Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Mary Frances Cookbook by Jane Eyre Fryer. Chapter Twenty Four: The Tea Party. Chapter Twenty Four: The Tea Party. Mary Frances didn't eat much lunch what's the matter child asked aunt maria anxiously homesick for mother or was today's lesson too hard then mary frances told of cutting and eating the fresh cake and aunt maria she said the tears flowing down her cheeks it went down 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 until i was afraid it would rise out of the bottom of the pan the other way never mind dear child aunt maria comforted her i did the same thing to my first cake i remember it well you did aunt maria Yes, said the old lady, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll bake a cake in place of yours for tonight's party. Don't tell anyone. Oh, thank you, Aunt Maria, cried Mary Frances. That's so kind. Not a word to anyone, cautioned Aunt Maria. What else do you have? Cocoa, said Mary Frances. I can make that. My, smiled Aunt Maria. I'm so proud. After the games and riddles, Mary Frances excused herself from her guests and made the cocoa and the pot of tea for her aunt. Then Billy carried in the tray on which she had placed the cake and the cups and saucers, plates, napkins, and chocolate pot, and, oh yes, teapot for Aunt Maria, and she poured the cocoa like a real grown-up lady while the boys passed the plates and the cake and served the guests to the cups of cocoa. Did Mary Frances make this cake? asked one of the guests. I'm awfully glad she didn't ask about the other, thought the little girl. Yes, said Eleanor's brother, Bob. Yes, knowing the greatness of the present occasion, I have written a poem, entitled Ode to the Cook, bowing to Mary Frances, which, with your kind indulgence, I will now read. Begin, laughed Mary Frances. Bob cleared his throat and began. Mary Frances is a girl who cooks for you and I, she can boil a fancy cake or stew a cherry pie. Once she made a pot of soup and served it for our dinner. We thought that we were like to die. It made us so much thinner. Time to weep, asked Billy, pathetically. Now, this our cook will save expense, for when she is your baker, you may save your doctor's bill. Just get an undertaker. Now, Billy, cried Mary Frances, what have you been telling? Oh, Bob, I say, said Billy. Mary Frances, don't mind Bob, interrupted Eleanor. You see what I have to stand all the time? And Mary Frances laughed heartily. Did you think I minded Bob, she asked. Show you forgive me, Mary Frances, begged Bob, by letting me have another cup of cake and another piece of cocoa. Not another, laughingly corrected Mary Frances. To be polite, I believe I must pretend I didn't notice you'd had any. You certainly are kind, Mary Frances, said Bob, when I don't know how many pieces. I know, cried Eleanor, this makes the fifth. Well, Nell begged Bob, don't tell Mother. You deserve it, said Eleanor. Come, said Billy. All ready? Another game? Blind feeds blind? And they blindfolded the boys' eyes and set them opposite each other, each with a plate of little pieces of cake and a spoon. They were to try to feed each other. The one who dropped the least number of pieces and whose cake was first gone won. It was very funny. Sometimes the spoon was poked into the other boy's ear. Sometimes it hit his nose. 
Everything was grand, Mary Frances, said Eleanor, and it was the loveliest party. I think so, too, smiled Aunt Maria. One last riddle, said Mary Frances's father, bidding the young people good night. Why is Mary Frances the happiest girl in the world? Then they all guessed, because Mother is coming home tomorrow. Oh, Mary Frances, laughed Eleanor, I've had more fun. Good night, dear, and so have we all of us. And thank you, cried the others. Good night, good night, good night. End of chapter 24